Welcome to Fired Up, an original podcast from Ignite Fan Insights, powered by NASCAR, the National Sports Forum, and the Association of Luxury Suite Directors. This is a podcast for sports business pros like you. We go behind the gates and beyond the numbers that keep sports fans coming back for more. Our host, Chris Wise, is the brains behind Ignite Fan Insights. With a commitment to research and innovation for over 30 years, he knows the right questions to ask, and more importantly, what to do with the answers. Get ready for engaging in-depth conversations with sports industry leaders that will inspire you to take action and connect with your fans. I'm Chris McAdoo, and this is Fired Up. Welcome to Fired Up, y'all. We are super happy and, and privileged to be coming to you live from the National Sports Forum in Atlanta, Georgia. We are super excited to be joined here by Dannon Holscotter, who has been with the Minnesota Vikings for 18 years. Yeah, 19 seasons, just finished. He helps, basically, you and your team uh, head up the brand marketing, live entertainment, fan engagement initiatives, and corporate hospitality, special events. They keep those uh, keep those wheels running. I am Chris McAdoo, happy to be here with you, and I'm going to turn it over to Chris Wise. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Dannon. Yeah, thanks for having me. Sure. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. He hardly said anything. So, so, so <laughs> tell us more about yourself, your career, and what yeah. really ignites your professional fire. Well, I've been in the business for 25 years now. Started out, uh, had a passion for the NBA, basketball in general. Went to the Cleveland Cavaliers back in way, way back in 1994. Spent five years there doing a variety of different roles, but really focused in on the partnership side of the business. So fulfilling some of these great partnerships that we had. Uh, went on to the Indiana Pacers for two years, doing the same thing, and, and came up to Minnesota in, in 2001, starting to build a partnerships department. And a couple years later, marketing kind of came along. That was new to me, but had both departments for a while. So essentially for the last 14 years, been overseeing the marketing group and watching it grow and and now certainly trying to build in that, that strong fan engagement piece. Uh, I think that we're all trying to find the right answers for in the sports industry. So what really... What really get you excited what yeah. really like to me fire? Chris to me you know sports is we have jobs because of the passion that our fans have for mm. for our teams and so that gets me fired up every morning I, I love the ability to come in work on different projects initiatives activations all the time there's no monotony to uh, working in the sports industry by any means but you know with with those passions trying to further enhance those through different programs we may have seeing the smiles on, on, on fans' faces when, uh, when the team's playing well. Sports can bring, I think, so much to people's lives. It, it, it helps get them kind of out of their everyday world. And so coming to work every day and trying to find and build on activations and initiatives that, that does that and further enhances that is, is a true passion of mine. It's awesome. Yeah, we've, we've learned in, in our work that it, it does take them out of their, but it takes them away from their troubles. It does. It gives them something to be excited about. There's camaraderie with the other fans. It's really a community, and but it's, it's the emotional payoff yes, yeah. that that lasts not only at the event, but by being part of that fandom with a with a team that that just feeds them yeah. well beyond just. It's unlike yeah. other, it's like buying unlike buying a cup of coffee. It's way absolutely it's so personal. Being a part of something is you know can really be fulfilling for for people. I think, and and that's what sports can do so well. You feel a part of that community that that tribe, that that group, the camaraderie that you can have with friends, family. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal, yeah. yeah. Tell us about um, National Sports Forum. What's what's what do you believe the impact to be is to the to the business? 
And then how'd you get involved? I think, you know, I got involved through uh, a number of my colleagues over the years that uh, were, were very passionate about attending the conference, especially with the fact that, you know, you work for uh, different leagues, different teams, you're going to league meetings. This is a true opportunity to actually get a chance to meet people from other leagues, other teams, the collegiate space, uh, other countries. It, it is, it's really, in, in my opinion, very unique in that way. And it allows us to learn best practices from other you know, other areas of the sports industry that maybe we're not, we're seeing every day. The fact that you can have a thousand sports industry executives here and, and really rank, you know, from all different levels, but there's kind of a, a feeling of fraternity. Ron Siever always talks about that fraternity. The networking opportunities is, is incredible. You're a little bit, you know, there's no ties. So it feels a little bit more comfortable walking around. You feel like people are approachable and it's a great opportunity to, to meet new people and and, and, and learn from uh, from folks outside of your you know day to day for me NFL right it's been it's been a lot of fun. Do you have to wear a necktie every day? I do not. Yeah, okay. I do not. <laughs> oh, we don't either. Can you tell? <laughs> what are some of the great ways that you know, both quantitative and qualitatively how you how you stay in touch with and and um, understand the the fan perspective and and then how do you with those learnings. How do you um, institutionalize it or, yeah. or, or actualize it? Are you ready for this, Chris? This is going to blow you away. Listening. Listening is, is a big part of it. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Uh, listening. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You know, I mean, that sounds simple, but I, oh. I, can't, you know, I can't say that, that everybody does that. And over, over time, um, from a Minnesota Vikings standpoint, we've gotten a lot smarter, um, starting to really dive into analytics, making data-driven decisions. And because we're making every effort to listen to our fans, whether it be literally in person at an event or at a game, talking with them directly person to person, or through some of the surveys, some of the other things that our Linux department is doing, we're listening now and trying to make some of those you know, quick adjustments to existing initiatives. That's what it's really come down to for us, I think. Yeah. And I can't say that we always did a very good job of that, but, but now that's really important to us. I'd love to know more about your day-to-day. What, what is it that you, that you do? You're, Fan engagement, marketing and fan engagement. Yeah. What does that mean specifically? Well, I, I, my area covers a number of different, uh, our youth and, and female initiatives are very important to us. That's an aspect that just in the last three, four years, we've, we've spent more time, effort, uh, resources on. We have an, an aging demographic in terms of season ticket members and, and fan base in general. So trying to reach that younger group um, is really important to us. Women have become an enormous part of our fandom, uh, our revenue streams. So those are important things. Our marketing, advertising, brand element is another piece. And as Chris mentioned earlier, our special events and hospitality. Another, you know, we, we see that as a focal point in our fan engagement efforts is creating unique experiences, events uh, for our fans as much as we can, whether it be in the Twin Cities or even on the road at, at away games. It's amazing to think about how large our fan base truly is and finding ways to connect with them is really important to us. They may never come to U.S. Bank Stadium for a Vikings home game, so finding new ways to, to reach out and connect with them is, is, is an important piece. How are you connecting with the youth? I, I, I know there's been some concern over youth not participating in football anymore because of cons- parents' concerns yeah. and, and the ability then to feed the NFL, or, or even not only from a player standpoint, but from just a fan engagement standpoint. And what are you doing to... To, well, to nurture that early on. We're certainly still trying to figure it out. I can tell you that for sure, Chris. The NFL has made it an enormous priority to reach that, you know, six to, to 18-year-olds. It's getting harder. I have a 15-year-old and a 12-year-old, two boys. 
it's getting harder to figure that out. Um, I saw a recent stat from the NFL that said the avidity level, uh, young, younger, the younger generation identifying with a particular favorite team continues to go down year over year, which is scary. You know, is that fantasy football where the kids are really just queuing in on, on individual players versus that team? The other piece is the esports component. My kids love video games. We're ramping up our efforts with Madden. You know, that's a spot though where kids can create their own teams. It's not so much about just the Minnesota Vikings playing against the Chicago Bears, but uh, we've started to create some gaming elements with our players, whether it be playing Call of Duty or Fortnite or Madden, putting that out on YouTube and trying to just connect with something that they already enjoy doing, but tying it back to the brand in any way we can. Another great example uh, are uh, the Wolf family, which owns the Minnesota Vikings, just recently bought a, a new Call of Duty team uh, in the new Call of Duty League through Activision Blizzard. We want to work very closely with that group. It's a separate entity from the Minnesota Vikings, but work with that group to try to connect and engage with the fans that are huge fans of Call of Duty. Our players are huge fans of Call of Duty. So there's a great connection point there that we can maybe traverse the uh, a little bit of a divide, I'd say. So those are a few of the things that we're starting to try to do. Of course, we have the Kids Club. We have some different programs. Vikings Explorers is a great one where we, we recognize that there are kids that are maybe not diehard fans. They enjoy going to amusement parks, the zoo, the theater. We're actually going out and working with the theaters and science museum, bringing some Vikings elements to what they're already doing at those different entities, those different businesses, and, and just trying to create that association in some way, shape, or form. So mm. some fun programs uh, in that regard. Do you sponsor youth sports in any way? Well, internally, we have a, a very robust youth football program uh, programming that's going on with okay. clinics going around the state, not just in the Twin Cities. That's something that we help support getting very big into flag football. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, you know, participatory uh, rate, you know, the rate is going down in terms of youth playing tackle football. The NFL has gotten really big into, into flag, and so we're, we're following suit and trying to, you know, connect with the, that younger audience, you know, in, in that way as well. Are, the, are you using the players as well in that development? They certainly help out at, at clinics. A lot of times it's, it's former players that we're using that okay. uh, have a great knowledge of the game, love working with the kids. We do a lot of clinics you know, at our training facility, so we certainly have uh, current players when we can uh, come and, and help out. But it, it's been fun to see that expand. Uh, it was not really a focus of ours not that long ago, but the Will family has said, look, we need to invest in youth in general, but in the fact of them playing football is – is, is huge. So we'll, we'll continue to push that as much as we can. Wow, wow, wow. I think kind of following up on that, um, figuring out where your fans are and engaging them where they are, right? Right. And sometimes I, I'm, I'm going to bring up a personal example. Um, my daughter, my youngest, loves Lizzo, as most kids do. Right. And most of the time at my house, she's singing that line. Right. The Minnesota Vikings. Right. Yep. Oh, like, yeah. How do you guys? And it sounds exactly like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the song, was that was really podcast. good. I know, right? Wow. I was like, wow. How do we get Lizzo? <laughs> Man, we got She's here. Wow. <laughs> How do you guys seize on those pop culture moments? Those times that because you can try to plan for some things. Sure. But sometimes you have something like that where you have a person of influence, it be they a creator or an influencer themselves, and like, how do you guys kind of uh, grab onto that zeitgeist? You know. Well, the first thing is you, you invite her to come and sing actually at a game, which um, hasn't happened yet, but we're still holding out, holding out hope. I think that's where, you know, where, where social can be a huge benefit and, and make those connections. Certainly someone like Lizzo with, you know, in terms from an influencer standpoint is huge and, yeah. and trying to, to build a relationship. Maybe if it's not her coming and singing at halftime, you can still build that relationship through some of the social platforms 
I think that's probably the, the biggest effort that we've tried. The other thing, it, just because you're touching on the, on the influencer side, or, or I was, the NFL with the new CMO, Tim Ellis, has made a huge, he came from Activision Blizzard, worked on a number of the gaming elements for many years. He has brought this concept of using influencer marketing to as many teams and tools given to us to, to try to use that more often. So mm-hmm. that's a, a huge initiative for us, I think, moving forward. Is, is really diving into that influencer element. We haven't we haven't done that a whole lot until recently. So, If a young person came to you and said, I'm really kind of interested in the sports business, what do I need to do? How would you direct them? What would you what would you say to them? Yeah, you know, it, it. well, the one thing I would say is, you know, it doesn't have to be, to get into the sports industry, it doesn't have to be a league, it doesn't have to be a team necessarily. I know a lot of people think that direction, but the industry has grown so much. There's an, an enormous amount of opportunities out there. So I would I would certainly start with, Make sure you do your homework and your background and look look all throughout the industry because there are opportunities. I, I talked to a lot of high school and college kids that, that are that are kind of looking in that direction. Find something that can give you a little bit of experience, you know, certainly while you're you're still young, to show that passion for, for getting into sports. I think that's one of the biggest things. Do your homework, try to network, try to reach out. You know, LinkedIn is obviously a great tool now to for, for strangers to reach out to strangers, but find a common bond there in some way, shape, or form informational interviews as a part of that networking piece because there are opportunities you just have to you have to work for it a little bit and do they have to have a passion for sports or a passion for the discipline that they may like i think there's a combination of both i okay. think you have to certainly the discipline you're, you're right chris but i think you have to have some level of interest in in and that's part of the career if you're going to work say for the minnesota vikings i want to make sure that you do have some passion for football because if if they don't how how am i you know how are we going to uh, make you know our fans feel where they have all this passion but maybe someone that's working inside doesn't that it just doesn't seem to really jive or if they're a bears fan instead of yeah i, I you know I, I did grow up a bears fan by the way so um, you got over it i got over okay. it okay quickly yeah yeah my first day on the job in yeah. minnesota yeah. <laughs> i love purple oh i love purple <laughs> absolutely <laughs> I remember seeing a game in my first game. I lived in Minnesota for a while. My first game was in Bloomington. Oh, sure. <laughs> it was stadium. really cold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was 18 below. Wow. And then I waited till the new stadium was built. Yeah. Well, yeah. the old new stadium. Yeah, the Metrodome. Yeah, and, the and Metrodome. now U.S. Bank Stadium, yeah. right? I haven't been to the new stadium. But you have to come check it out. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, well, I'm going to call Shoot you. Me yeah, be up call there. me. I'm going to be up there in um, May. So okay. I will... Uh, I'll yeah, I will say U.S. Bank Stadium has brought a, another level of, and talk about fan engagement. Mm-hmm. I mean, when fans in the building, it's, it, they've created an unbelievable home, home field advantage. Our team has created a great game day atmosphere, I think. I'm just excited that, you know, we're already four seasons in to what is still a shiny new object to us. Right. Um, but it, it's an amazing home field advantage for us. So, yeah, you should gotta come check I heard it, it out. kind of loud. Is that true? It can be very loud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get that skull chant going and, and look out. <laughs> look out. Alternative revenue streams, how are you approaching them? Do you care about them? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, I knew that answer. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the revenue streams aren't coming through through my areas, but we're, we're very supportive of those. One thing that's really important to me from a sponsorship perspective is, and again, having been on the partnership side for so many years, I have a pretty small marketing budget. And working with some of these incredible partners that we have, that are very open to you know wanting to show that association, whether it be on retail packaging, whether it be in, in promotional campaigns that they're doing, those essentially are free advertising dollars for the Minnesota Vikings, for the brand itself, and yet they're actually paying us 
for that for that ability. So it's it's a great scenario for us. We utilize our partners to to help you know grow the brand. They've come up with some great ideas from a fan engagement perspective. So it's really been fun to work with them. From my world on the special events side, we certainly have some incremental revenue opportunities that uh, help fund some of the initiatives that, that we do for the fans. And so that's a critical piece for us to, to, to gain a little bit of revenue and to cover expenses that we're, that we're using as part of these activations and initiative. Your operations are in Egan? They are. Yes. Yes. Um, <clears throat> how large of a facility or property? It's massive, isn't it? It is. You know, we're finally under one roof. Uh, again, at 19 seasons, uh, we had not been under the same roof as a staff really? until a year ago, March. So we, we opened up uh, Twin Cities Orthopedics Performance Center March uh, of 2018. It, it's been great to bring everybody under one roof. We have a 200-acre development called Viking Lakes. The Minnesota Vikings training facility and, and fields are 33 acres of that, mm-hmm. of that 200. So what's really exciting to me is the other 167 acres is being developed uh, you know a live work play type of, of, of development with residential we have a uh, a 14-story omni hotel going up right now it opens in october uh, we have a new vikings museum we've never had a museum before so we built out a, a 15,000 square foot museum with a nice. retail flagship retail store connected to it so a lot more to come with that and the, and the more traffic and, and and events that we can do on the property is is good for us from a brand perspective yeah, and strengths of the brand absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah chris you got anything you want to ask I would say uh, you've been at this a while from different perspectives, running teams, doing from from small to large um, things for a young person that's maybe entering that looks to be a sports industry professional or just like, I don't know, a good human right. that wants to talk to people. Yeah. What would what's some good advice that you would give to somebody wanting to come up and do the best that they can? Start with confidence. You know, I when I was young, I, I didn't have a lot of confidence. I wasn't reaching out to um sports industry executives and making an effort to learn from them. But I, I highly encourage people to, you know, don't be shy. Um, like I said before, you know, using LinkedIn, using any connection you can find to network a little bit, set up informational interviews. I, I'm not going to speak for everyone. I love doing that and getting out into high schools and colleges and talking about what we do. And and like I you know, mentioned earlier, just, you know, the passion of our fans is, is something that is really ignites me every day. And, and I try to, you know, get that point across to young people getting into the industry. But as I said before, too, it's a big industry. And if, if you're only focused on working for a team, you might be kind of selling yourself a little bit short. I mean, it's mm-hmm. great to go get experience in a number of different facets of the industry. And, and you can always move later as you gain that experience and increase your roles and responsibilities. But yeah, reaching out, you know, and, and finding people that, that would be open to, to having conversations with them, trying to guide them a little bit. The opening session this morning asked the question, what keeps you up at night? What keeps you up at night besides those teenagers? Besides my teenagers, yeah. Um, there's a number of things. Probably the biggest is really trying to capture that, that younger fan at a, at a young age now. I worry about that and finding the right ways to go about it uh, and, and growing that, that youth fan base. That's probably the biggest thing for me. And how do you hang on to fans? You, you listen to them, you, you, you treat them well, try to create some of those unique experiences. Technology is certainly changing the environment, I think. And uh, when you do get a chance to get them to an event, uh, when you get a chance to get them to a game, make it memorable memorable for them because they have so many options nowadays. So making it memorable, memorable sorry, is, is probably kind of my, my biggest motto. Dannon Hulscotter, thank you so much for Thanks, being a Chris. part of, of Fired Up. We've, we've loved hearing from you. And I would encourage everyone out there, like Dannon says, find your tribe, find your home field advantage. 
right? Absolutely. Uh, determine your home field advantage. T- find the people that care about that. Uh, listen to them, and they will take care of you. There you go. Dan and Holscotter, thank you so much for joining us. This has been Fired Up, live from the National Sports Forum in Atlanta, Georgia. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe. And if you really like what you heard, please leave us a five-star review and tell all your friends. Also, thanks to the good people that power Fired Up and Ignite Fan Insights at NASCAR, the National Sports Forum, and the Association of Luxury Suite Directors. To learn more about Ignite Fan Insights and what that exclusive content can mean for you, visit IgniteFanInsights.com and subscribe today. It's a wealth of information all about the fan at no cost to you. Your fan club subscription includes our e-publication, podcasts like this one, exclusive blogs, quarterly e-newsletters, and timely webinars that keep you not only up to speed on what your fans are doing, but ahead of the curve and ready to take on anything that comes at you. Fired Up is hosted by Chris Wise and myself, Chris McAdoo. Thanks again for listening. Tune in next time. And as always... Y'all stay fired up.